Hello and welcome to another episode of We Live on a Planet. It is Friday, November, <laughs> can I say it? November 8th, 2019. This is episode 345. Chilly, first snow on the ground for us. 29 degrees Fahrenheit, feels like 20. Highs are only going to be about 34. Winds are out of the north, northwest, 9 miles per hour on the lake shores of Lake Ontario. If you can hear it in my voice, yeah, that's, I, I got sick. Uh, Sunday night, I wasn't feeling well, woke up Monday morning, ill, so sick, took about three days sick, so hence no Monday show for you guys, sorry about that, because my shows are just Monday and Friday is what I've been doing now, I've got a lot of episodes, I pulled back the reins a little bit and um, just got the show back up and running again after a long hiatus after my accident in March. So we got a big month, though. November for me is big because my, it's my dad's birthday, November 11th. So I, I'm excited for for him. I think, yeah, what's he going to be? 77, I think. I should know right off the bat. Man, I can't believe. I, I What I want to do is record with him and just ask him some questions, you know, and his first hunt. He loved hunting. Hunting was huge in my family growing up. I stopped doing it years ago and just kind of fell out. But I still love eating game, wild game. Ate a lot of it. If I have my pick, I've said it before, though, if I've got beef or venison in front of me, I'm going to pick beef. Sorry, venison lovers. Venison is delicious if you've never had it. But I just growing up on it, I'd rather have beef, though. You know, and brings me to my quote. Might as well grow right in with my quote. Excuse me for one moment. <clears throat> See, I had that cold. Oh, I was so sick. But it brings me to my quote. Here we go. We tend to forget that happiness doesn't come as a result of getting something we don't have, but rather of recognizing and appreciating what we do have. Frederick Koenig. Is that how I say his name? I'm terrible at that kind of stuff. I'm not good at pronunciations very well but we do tend to forget the happiness doesn't come as out getting something we don't have but rather recognizing appreciating what we do have so many times we want for things I'm so happy and appreciative and recognizing the memories I have growing up in my family just a loving loving caring father that I had my biological father, I've talked about on the show before, left at a young age. And for so long, I held so much against that. And now I just kind of trying to let it go. You know, it's only heavy if you hold it. So I'm trying to let it go because he was a young father. He had his issues too. And I'm fortunate that he wasn't able to be there. So my father, Daryl, could step in and be the man and the father that I know and love. So I'm recognizing so, like, you know, that's something I kind of grew up. Oh, I wished I had more with my biological father. And it's like, no, I appreciate what I do have, you know. Be happy what I do have. I always have been anyways. I'm rambling. But I did, while I was rambling to you, which is normal, I um, looked up Frederick K Koenig, K-O-E-N-I-G. Just because I'm curious. I'm like, well, he wrote that awesome quote. Who is he? He was a German inventor. 
He's best known for his high-speed steam-powered printing press, which he built together with watchmaker, oh boy, hopefully I don't butcher this, Andreas uh, Frederick Bauer. The new style of printing press could print up to 1,100 sheets per hour, printing on both sides of the paper at the same time. What an innovation back then. Holy cow. That was, and when did he do that? He moved to London in 1804, and in 1810 was granted a patent on his press, which he produced its first try run in April 1812. Right around the War of 1812 time. Hmm. Interesting. See, we're already learning here with the Vinyl Planet, like we normally do. I just did a trailer. Anchor has a uh, new where you can put trailers out. And it was like, you got a minute to do your elevator pitch. And I, I've been doing We Live on a Planet long enough to where I should have an elevator pitch, but I don't. It's hard. And so I, I decided to come up with my elevator pitch this morning and really try to think about what the show is what it has become it's changed so much from the beginning of anchor for me finding it in 2017 and the show's progressed and changed and i have too as a human you know, sober which is awesome four years now hard to believe but so many things are changing and the show's always changing and with over 300 episodes i expect it to change more so i tried to nail down a trailer and i put that up and Hopefully that gives people out there an idea of what the show's about or what I'm trying to attempt. And Who knows what I'm trying to attempt, but I'm glad you're here with me as I'm attempting it. we got a lot more stuff I want to do uh, besides our ramblings that we've already started. We'll dive into all of our other stuff. We'll open up the phone lines because I heard from you guys. I love when I always do. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to give me a buzz and uh, leave your feedback or just a hello. I'd love to hear from you guys. It's just, it still is amazing to me to know that this podcast is heard around the world. Mali, West Africa, I was rated, and not too long ago in Cambodia, the podcast was rated number one in the personal journal section on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, I couldn't believe it myself. I was, I'm like, and that's when all of a sudden those doubts come in. I start second guessing. I'm thinking, these can't be right. These statistics, nobody wants to listen to me. And then I've been gone for a while. And so, uh, I don't know. It's pretty, it's fun and flattering. It's, it's tricky sometimes though, because you're really, you know, there's time I have 300 some odd episodes. There's times I've really let myself out there. And uh, I don't label my episodes, so thank goodness I can't all of a sudden go back and remember which one they were. You stumble across some of them that are a little raw, raw, rawer, or more mm, open or dark, depending on how my moods are, too. You know, I'm constantly on my mood swings, something I'm always dealing with. All right, so let's dive into all the stuff we were going to do do that much more when we come right back i'll be right back hey welcome back we are gonna learn today hopefully not that we've already kind of learned i feel like it was learning about frederick koenig and my ramblings that i've already started it's weird though because 
I feel I'm uh, I'm late right now with my podcast because for all that time when I was doing my podcast five days a week and then three days a week, I was really consistent about getting the podcast out by 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, almost like clockwork. I was really good at that. And uh, life happens, life happens and things got changed around for me and I'm trying to get back on a schedule and um this morning I uh started my trailer like I said and then I'm writing down show notes and thinking of things to talk to you guys about and um all of a sudden I'm late and I'm like going I haven't put my podcast out yet because in my little fantasy I've told you before you know here at the studios the producer's losing his mind behind the glass the red lights flashing that it's recording and I'm running behind and I'm talking and I'm supposed to be moving forward and I've gone off the show notes and the producer's just kind of going, here we go again. And uh, right now I really feel like the producer's losing his mind going, come on, get this show out. What are you doing? Because in my mind, I have this little fantasy that maybe you're going to the gym and getting ready to jump on the, I don't know, whatever equipment and put your earbuds in. And I can't stand earbuds. Though. I got to have those over the earphones but but you're putting your buds in maybe and getting ready to go on the treadmill or something and listen to me and you're like dang it where is he i'm trying i'm doing my best i really am so i wanted to learn and uh i used to go to google and type in i'm feeling curious and it's just not there and so i like how this was a little fortuitous accident that i stumbled across the factsite.com and i've been finding some interesting weird facts on this site and today's no different did you know here we go they have a day for everything they really do may 29th is put a pillow on your fridge day have you heard of that maybe you have depending on the country you have it but i i open that i'm like i've never heard of put a pillow on your fridge day so naturally with my curiosity that i have well, where, what the heck does that mean? So here we go. You ready? <laughs> Let's learn. Put a pillow on your fridge day is celebrated on May 29th of May each year in Europe and the U.S. The day is all about prosperity, good fortune, and having a bit of fun along the way. Says this bizarre holiday spans back to the early 1900s, where families would place a piece of cloth or linen within their larders. So I'm like, what the heck is a larder? Hmm. We'll learn. <laughs> the piece of cloth would have typically been torn from something kept in their bedroom, such as a blanket or a nightgown, before being put in their larder. The family thought good fortune and prosperity would come from this. They believed placing a piece of cloth from their bedroom into the place where their food was kept brought about possibility of plentiful food and rich fertility to their household. Isn't that interesting? It, it was to me. So if you are in a country that knows what a larder is, I never heard of it, but uh, maybe you've used that term, but a larder. A larder is an old-fashioned word appearing in English in the early 14th century and originally meaning a room or closet in which meat or other provisions are stored. 
So that's a larder. Larders are usually a cold room or large cupboard, which is used for storing food. They were a common thing back in the day, but mainly amongst the middle class. So you had to be kind of foofy to have a larder. The word larder comes from the Latin lardum, which means pork, fat, or bacon. Oh, bacon. I want bacon now. We've talked so many times on this show how words are so strange to me. And I, I, my brain overthinks things too much. And so I'm always like, how did this word come? And they're already always derived from something. So yeah, this one's derived from Latin. Not surprising. It's weird though. Latin's a dead language, but I digress. So it comes from that. But all of a sudden I'm like, well, who is the one who realized or thought that lardum means pork fed or bacon or anything? Okay. But lard, yeah, I we grew up having lard. Today, a closet full of meat may strike us as questionable. The story goes on, but it was created back when people used lard, along with rendering animal fat, to grease pans and cook food. The larder is where they kept their bacon and their lard. In modern times, this is more commonly known as the pantry. Cooking with lard, though, we grew up, that was a staple in my house. When you cooked bacon, when you were done with a cast iron skillet, you dumped some in a... uh, a coffee cup that was specifically made for this and you put it on your counter and then it hardened up and then the next time you went to make, you know, eggs or scrambled eggs or any eggs, you'd just take a little scoop of that lard, bacon fat, and just throw it in your cast iron skillet and boom, your eggs are delicious. That's something my mom and dad always said. And Years ago, I did it for a while and was doing that, but uh, I, I don't do that anymore. I should, I should... Get back into the use of lard. But uh, it, you know, it's pretty interesting about how something that from the 1900s, early 1900s, that people did and still celebrating. But larders kind of, you know, they went out of uh, popularity once the modern top fridge in 1927 started its little uh, signal of the death of the larder. Pretty neat. So, yeah, but put a pillow under your fridge day. Uh, when was that again? May 29th. Weird stuff. Weird. <laughs> Whoever knows what you're going to learn here at We Live on a Planet. That was from um, thefactsite.com. All right, let's take a short little break. and we come back, we'll dive into some more stuff and thanks. Thanks for joining me. Welcome back, my friends. Did you get yourself a drink after you just put in how much time on that treadmill? I don't know if that's what you're doing. but uh, Okay, I am at the History Channel's website, history.com. I like to share history. History is something I never, ever was interested in in high school or any part. It just it was in my later years, once I got wiser, I guess I should say, instead of older. Wiser sounds better. I got really interested into history and it's all kinds of history. Obviously. I mean, I was just interested in the history about put a pillow on your fridge deck because there's history in that for some reason. So on today's date, we have in 1895. Oh, another thing about a German. We talked earlier about Frederick Koenig. This is, um, physicist Wilhelm Conrad 
Rotgen. How do you say it? R-O-N-T-G-E-N. If you are an English major out there, you're probably screaming at me saying, you should know how to pronounce better. But he discovers x-rays. Wow, what an innovation. X-rays. I've had a lot of x-rays just recently from my accident. Holy cow, I felt like that's all I was. I have an upcoming appointment actually Tuesday still to see my um, orthopedic surgeon to just kind of make sure everything's going the way it was. My accident happened back in March, and so I'll be getting probably some more x-rays coming up. I've had enough of them. What else do we have? 1892, Grover Cleveland. He's the only president in American history to have two consecutive non-terms. So in 1885 to 1889, he was president. And then from 1893 to 1897, he was president. Only president ever to do that. Also, 1971 in music, Led Zeppelin. Untitled fourth album, studio album comes out. Famous Stairway to Heaven. That song is on there. It's a great song, Stairway. It really is. But to me, I like the song, The Battle of Evermore. I just like that song off that album. It's so story-like and the lyrics and very just, uh, just, just, I like that. I like that sound or that song, the battle of Evermore on that album. Uh, we just always called it Led Zeppelin four, even though it was untitled. All right. What else do we have? We have, I am just kind of scrolling. Oh, 1994. Do you remember this? I do. Salvatore. Sonny Bono is elected to U.S. Congress. Yeah, if if somebody that asked you back in 1974 what recent or current pop music figure might go on to service United States Congress in 20 year time, I don't think you would have said Sonny Bono. No, but yeah, he was. He was. I think it was 98 when he died too. He uh, died in a skiing accident. I remember that. Oh, here's one in sports. For all you sports fans, 1951, Yogi Berra is the American League's MVP, most valuable player. Ooh, here's one. This, this I love this about Western history. My favorite movie is Tombstone. Probably one of my favorite, like top five movies, Tombstone. And uh, on today's date in 1887, Doc Holliday dies of tuberculosis. And I can just, that movie Tombstone, I can verbatim. Me and my oldest daughter, we both go back and forth and uh, can quote that movie back and forth to one another. Proud of you, kiddo. Thank you for carrying on that tradition for me. Um, Okay, in literature, 1900, never read this book or saw the movie. But Margaret Mitchell, author of Gone with the Wind, is born. Gone with the Wind. Never read it. Never watched it. Nothing. 1960, John F. Kennedy is elected president. And then in 1864, Abraham Lincoln is reelected. All right. Do we have? We have oh, I, I see this right when I was scrolling and I never heard of this. The Ford Rotunda. Not old enough to know this, but in 1962, the famous Ford Rotunda stands in Dearborn, Michigan for the last time. 
The next day, it's destroyed in a massive fire. Some 1.5 million people visited the rotunda each year, making it the the fifth most popular tourist attraction in the United States behind Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls is amazing. It's gorgeous. That's a rock throw from where I live, three hours or so. But the Ford Rotunda, I'd never heard of that. So I'm going to open it up right now so I can just share a little bit about it. It's uh, Ford had commissioned the Rotunda for the 1933 Century of Progress Exposition in Chicago and it moved it to Dearborn when the fair ended. It was 130 feet high and designed to look like a stack of gears surrounding a 92-foot-wide courtyard. In 1952, an 18,000-pound dome was added over the courtyard. It was the first real-world application of inventor R. Buckminster Fuller's lightweight geodistic dome. Yeah, so it was just like this big dome on the Rotunda's grounds were 19 reproductions of what Ford called the Rhodes. Oh, no, we just... We had an ad. Sorry, we're live. <laughs> I'm live with you. An ad just popped up. Down. Oh, you scoundrel. Okay. <laughs> Where was I? Okay. It said on Ford, on the Rotunda's grounds were 19 reproductions of what Ford called the roads of the world. The Appalachian Way, the Grand Trunk Road, the Oregon Trail, and Detroit's Woodward Avenue. Wow. They, I guess they had a really huge Christmas display, too. Ford Rotunda, though, that burnt. How sad. All right, we got our history fix in. I feel a little bit better. Got some wrinkles on our brain. And, um, yeah, I'd like to open up the phone lines to you guys, see what you guys had to say. I appreciate you giving me a buzz. Stick on through to the show. I'll let you know how you can contact me, too. We'll be right back. Hello? Good morning, my friend. Good morning. And if I miss you this morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Hey, but either way, I'm calling to say that I'd trade weather with you because you got six inches of snow on the ground for the third time this year. And, well... It's going to be make it to a balmy 25 to 27 degrees. Uh, so I'd gladly take uh, your weather of ours. But then again, big sky country is beautiful. And just remember that today has been brought to you by Waffles. Pancakes leaving you flat. Waffles. The sexy pancake. And hey man, I'm here. I'm calling to say hello. And But my time is up, so I must say goodbye. So long, my friend. Hey, what's up, my brother Patrick? Yo, I hope you, uh, hope you're doing well, man. This is a freestyle, man. Yeah. Check it out. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, uh. I'm hoping the beast gonna drop. I'm putting it down for my brother Patrick on a uh, New England spot. Uh, he on the lake, 
uh, that's how we're doing it, by the way, he on the wake of his life, that's how we're doing it, by the way, shout out to him and his wife, what you gonna say, traveling around the country, by the way, it's your brother PD to the E, that's how we're doing it, by the way, cause you know I keep it free, uh, that's how we speed it on the flow. put it down for my brother Patrick tonight, bro, glad you alive, man, you and your dad, that's how we're doing it, by the way, I'm gonna be in the freestyle, don't mean to brag, uh, what, 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 what. Patrick, I'm a little delayed in my response because I'm listening a couple days short, but Mrs. Emerson was our first grade teacher, and she's also the teacher that told me one day I should be an author because I had a great ability to write, and I too have fond memories of going to her house on Halloween and signing the book. And I still remember taking my daughter when she was a peanut and Mrs. Emerson flipped back to show back from the very first time I had signed in with my backwards S. And, you know, she still had kept that. And I'm sure her daughter has it as a treasure because what a blessing and a memory. And look at all the lives Mrs. Emerson touched. So thank you for that joyful memory today. So... Have a great day, my friend. Thanks so much. As always, it's great to hear from you guys. If you want to be a part of the show, you can contact me to WLOAP.com. Scroll right down. You'll see a little phone button. Hit that little phone button. It will bring you right to my voicemail. You can leave me a message and you can be a part of the show too. If you're using the Anchor app, super easy. You just push that message button and there we go. So we heard from Michael Conway, the Illuminarch, on Bozeman, Montana, with that good morning Vietnam style hello, which we've heard so much. I haven't heard from Michael Conway in a while. He's been calling in for the show for quite a few quite a few years now. It's weird to say years that the podcast has been on, so thank you. And yeah, six inches of snow, huh? Yuck. Hey, stay warm up in big sky country in Bozeman, Montana. Enlightened Anarchy Podcast. Cool. Thanks, Mike. We also heard from PDE, Life in Alaska. Another cold place right now. Freestyling for us. Throwing a little freestyle in for showing me some love and from love for my pops. I talked about my dad earlier about his birthday. Yeah, he was with me in that accident. And I feel so bad because he ended up having a compound fracture in his spine. And, uh, you know, he got the cut above his eye. He could have lost his eye. And, you know, I got banged up and hurt and had to stay in the hospital so long, but it really took a toll on him, too. So he didn't have to spend the time in the hospital, but, geez, he took a beating. He really did, and I feel so bad. He's a tough man, though. He's he's real strong, so I'm, I'm happy to see that he's weathering it. Thank you, though, PDE Life in Alaska. And then my friend Lisa Busky, remembering about Mrs. Emerson, because my last episode I talked about her and Halloween time. Thanks, Lisa. Check out my friend. You can check out her um, website, too. It's Lisa M. Buskey, B-U-S-K-E dot com. Lisa M. Buskey. She's an author. You know, Mrs. Emerson said you should be an author back when she was in first grade. And look at her now. She was right. Mrs. Emerson was right. And Lisa does have a book out. And uh, she's constantly working on things. And um, expect more from her. So check her out. Hey, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks so much. Thanks for stopping by and spending some time with me. I really appreciate it. Tell a friend about We Live on a Planet. 
I really would appreciate it. You know, that's how people are heard, you know, by sharing the love, by, you know, letting them know. And um, I would appreciate that. All right. Have a safe weekend. And I will talk to you guys real soon. I'm I'm really shooting for Mondays and Fridays. I really am. So bear with me if I'm not, you know, I, I'm really trying to get back on this schedule for you guys and for my consistency. And so you guys can have something to look forward to, whatever it is maybe you're doing uh, throughout your day. And you can kind of just get some words of wisdom, maybe. I, and I, I don't think I'm very wise, but I'm learning, I think, is what it is. Always learning every day. Practicing, practicing my thought processes, and uh, thanks for practicing them with me. Talk to you guys real soon. Peace, my friends.